You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brothers Turbo. Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me today is Todd Stark. Hello. And a very, very special guest, uh, the wonderful, lovely variety streamer, Kinsey. Kinsey, how are you today? Hello. How are you today, Kinsey? I'm doing fantastic, and you guys? Oh, we're, we're making it. It's a, it's a long, long day. I think it'll be a long day. But it's fine. It's but fine. It's, it's Saturday. It is, for those, you know, who aren't in the recording process. It's Monday for you <laughs> listening. It's fine. Yeah, it's Saturday for me. All day long. All day. <laughs> so, uh, since uh, we've got you, Kenzie, I'm going to ask you a few questions, as I do all of our favorite guests. Um, okay. Why don't you tell everyone just a little bit about yourself? Okay. My name, my Twitch name is Exenic. Um, but I prefer people call me Kenzie. I'm a variety and creative streamer on Twitch. Uh, my favorite things to do are reading, drawing, and playing video games. Mm, uh, nice. Would it be weird if I told you my other my two favorite games are Persona Five and Cuphead? Not at all. I think those are some <laughs> pretty choice games. Yeah, a lot of people like both of those games. Mm-hmm. And they're they're very <laughs> popular. I, I still need to get back on Cuphead. I haven't played for a while and it's not that i don't want to it's just the convenience of it is i don't know I, I just i've gotten it's on my computer you know and i'm not right. a big pc gamer so that's my fault it's okay. nothing with the game it's my fault uh, yeah i use a controller mm-hmm. for it no i think you would have to <laughs> now uh for everyone listening they may remember that our last guest was uh mammoth eu and that happens to be your boyfriend, am I, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Now, now, you are not uh, from England. No, so, I'm not. I'm from America, uh-huh. uh, East Coast America. So, East Coast. I guess my my question is, what what kind of prompted you just to say, "Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going and crossing the ocean, throwing it all to into the wind." Uh, one was for mammoth, and then the other was that uh, for a long time I had interest in studying in England. So uh, I got my study things figured out over here. So Nice. Yeah. Did, did you swim or did you take a boat? Uh, I actually took a plane. <laughs> oh, they got, yeah, oh, there are, there are third options, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that option. <laughs> I was just, I would yeah. swim. Very well. I don't know I'd that I would make that. it. Now, what, what actually... What actually brought you into uh, video game streaming, or just streaming in general? Um, I've been on Twitch since about late last year, September, when I got really sick, and I was actually uh, homebound from my studies, and then I met a lot of really cool people, and then we kind of had a fallout, And but through that, I actually met Lacia and Epla, and we were good friends at the time, and they uh, helped me get 
get streaming going and uh, allowed me to join Epic. So forever thankful for that. Nice. You know what? What kind of games do you normally prefer? Now I've seen, I've seen, I've seen you play. Uh, like I said, a variety. You're a variety streamer. Um, yeah. But you, what? All right. Well, first of all, what? Which ones do you prefer? I'll say, ask that um, first. Whatever I fancy. Whatever you fancy. Uh, when I was younger, my brothers never let me touch their video games, so I just <laughs> sneak in the time when they weren't around the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, Growing up, I tried my best to play Skyrim, and uh, when Destiny rolled out a couple of years ago, I tried to make a third character on my brother's account. Um, but yeah, anything I really like, like a Cuphead is my first platform game, hmm. and I absolutely love it. Um, I don't rage at it, which is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, you know, I like art, like Persona 5 art styles and Cuphead art styles. Mm-hmm. If the art style is nice, and like, I'll probably play it. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, we've we've said numerous times before, art style, art direction for video games. I, I feel like it's a huge selling point. It really brings you in. It's one of the main appeals of Cuphead to me. Was that? Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen you play horror games, but yet you you seem like you're just not well equipped for it. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but but you still do it, and I have to applaud you for at least trying. You don't just say, "No, I'm not going to do this. I refuse." Because I've seen some people, you know, if I, it's not their cup of tea, they'll just avoid it altogether. But you 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 at least try. So I, I dig that. What yeah, was the last one that you were playing? Huh? What was the last horror game you were playing? Uh the park. The park. Yes, the park. That's right. What's that like? I've never, I've never, I've never played it, but uh, it was a, it was a fun stream watching it. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know it's watching her funny. reactions. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part, though. Like, oh I, yeah, I was saying the other day uh, when PT came out, that mm-hmm. was Twitch was awesome. Have you ever played PT? Say what? Have you ever played PT? It's a no, I haven't. It's what was it? It's just a demo, really. It was like a playable trailer for uh, the Silent Hills that uh, Konami was going to put out. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not very long, but it will terrify you. Oh my god, it's so, so scary. I, might I, be something should you should look into if it if you can still is find it. Like it. A, is it like the Resident Evil Seven demo? Uh, I guess it would kind of be in that vein, but maybe would be um, not quite. I mean, it, it's it's so it's unlike anything you've played, really. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. Ask Epileb okay. to stream it sometime, because I know he it. has it. I know he has it. Um, yeah, now, I, go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm more of a fan of watching horror yeah. games than playing it myself. <laughs> 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 like, oh, okay, I know this is coming, therefore I don't have to play this anymore, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, as far as we were talking about the games that you play, I want to talk about two of them that you've actually played recently. Uh, the first one is Figment. Now, from what I saw, uh, you know, visually engaging, uh, I'm sure that was one of the biggest appeals to get, you know, you to play it. Now, what, what were your thoughts on that game specifically? Uh, it's, it's a fantastic game. Uh, what drew me to it was the art style, but also the musical element, hmm. where... Um, you would have certain puzzles where it would actually play tunes for you or like little parts of the game. Um, yeah, I, I've always loved puzzles and my, my counterpart Mammoth here doesn't, doesn't like puzzles. <laughs> He's like, play this so I can, you know, don't have to do the puzzles. So, you know, I don't have to rage at the puzzles. And I'm like, I'll just 
take my time, see what's out there, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I just love puzzles. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I... Yeah, I, I... yeah that was, it was fantastic. 10 out of 10 for sure. Yeah, I didn't realize there was a musical element. I guess I'd, I'd overlooked that, but that, that's even more intriguing now. I want to play it. Um, yeah, like, I don't think it's too spoilery. Spoil. Spoil. Spoilery? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's this tree, and you have to get certain musical instruments to, like, the right pitch in order for it to play. Hmm. And then that unlocks more parts of the the game for you. And it was really cool to just, like, see that, the hmm. art style of it, and then hear the music. That was very appealing. Interesting. Now I want to play that. Uh, it's called Figment. Figment. Mm-hmm. Now the yep. second one that you were playing uh, was Yono and the Celestial Elephants. Now that was a yep, very gorgeous one? looking game, very unique. I guess that was kind mm-hmm. of a. Um, I guess it would kind of be a platformer, but not quite. Not in the general sense of a platformer. Um, yeah, it was very similar to Figment. Mm-hmm. And the puzzle unlocking part. Right. Yeah. They both have stories, and they both have music elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, Figment more for music, but yeah, Yona has a really great story to it, which yeah. I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. And of course, more puzzles. Right. So. <laughs> I do. I yeah, do remember you said incredible. something, and I don't want to spoil it. Well. It's not spoiled for me, and I don't want you to spoil it. And I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for our listeners. But I remember you said that there was a deep, like a deeper meaning under the story of, of Yono and the Celestial Elef- Elephants, and it kind of intrigued me when you said that and made me want to play a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, very surface level. You you have to do these quests in order to get the next part, and then underneath it's like, it's very much about self-discovery, nice. I would say. That's very cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Now, you say, you've also done creative streams along with the usual game streams. and uh, yeah. You've done, I've seen you draw. Have you done anything else outside of just uh, drawing your chibis? Oh, yeah, I do lots. Um, I try to manage what I do in and out of stream because I don't I want it to be entertaining for you guys, mm-hmm. uh, my audience, as well as, you know, something I enjoy doing instead of, like, hammering out certain things. So, like, I do panel work. I do overlays, uh, emotes on Twitch, Pretty much everything, and uh, chibis are for my subscribers. And chibis are called small people, if you didn't know. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. Like uh, I finished up Eplebs actually off stream. Nice. But that was actually through my website that I have, and that was really it was really fun to do. It's very challenging because I've never drawn a cat in like a very cute form. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was, it was an experience and. Uh, I did record it, so I might upload it. We'll see. Awesome. How it goes. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. What prompted you to actually do creative streams? Like, was that something that uh, was more your field of expertise, something that you felt like it was it was better for you to do? Um, well, I had a, I think about a month ago now, I had actually finally purchased a, a drawing tablet. And uh, basically, it's basic. Uh, yeah, it's basically like a sketchbook and then a pencil, but it's a tablet and a, a little drawing pen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's it the same thing, and I had already had Photoshop, and I was working with the mouse the entire time, and then I moved over, and I was like, I think I could do something with this while I was also streaming, you know, something outside of just games, and, you know, I wanted it 
I wanted you guys to see what um, what the process is like when I actually draw things. So, mm. yeah, that's what that's what prompted me to do it. I was super nervous. The first cool. creative stream. Right. I was like, okay, should I do a creative stream, guys? And you were like, yes, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so I did. So, yeah, I was super happy with the results. I do think it does mix things up a little bit to have a creative stream. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy when everyone's playing games or whatnot, but to see something different that, I mean, cause they're a little bit more casual and relaxed, I guess, you know, it's just a, I feel like it's a better time to hang out. Yeah. You know, you yeah. come in there, you're kind of doing your work, but you're engaging with everybody. You're talking, but you're working. And I, I feel yeah. like they're more fun to, to oh. kind of sit in on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a, it's like you're at Starbucks or something and you're right. sitting with your classmates and you're all on your sketch pads or something and mm. just having a conversation. And it's really, it's really fun. Like I, I very much have an emphasis on chat conversation because I truly enjoy just sharing my experiences and we just talk back and forth. I could do it for, for hours. Right. <laughs> That's my favorite kind very of stream. Mm-hmm. When are interactive like that? Yeah, very, very much interactive conversation. That, well, that's even the point of Twitch. You know, if you're if you're just sitting there playing your game, or or doing whatever you're doing on screen, and you're not interacting with your audience, what's what's the point? You know, I didn't sign yeah. up for that. I kind of want that engagement. So, no, I, I do kind of enjoy those creatives. Now, which which do you actually prefer? Would you say streaming games or the creative streams? Oh, I don't know. I want, I think, creative streams because I actually learn about myself through the process as well. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm not using this correct brush or, oh, this is a different tone. And then, like, chat learns with me as well. So it's about helping myself as an artist, but if someone who is also interested in art can learn through me, then that's even better. Yeah, absolutely. So. That's pretty cool. Nice take on yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. Now you said that you're with Epic, obviously, and was there anything? Was I guess any more to your story as to how you got brought on board? Uh, I mean, the dirty details. <laughs> yeah, dirty. if you got it. <laughs> this is PG. Well, I had always been like a part of, like I had always wanted to start streaming, and I was. I had uh, found Lacia through this other streaming group that I had fallen out of uh, touch with. And, um, yeah, I would always just go to her, you know, come to her stream, chat, and then go to Eplab's stream and, and chat. And I met you guys through that. And it was like, this is a this is an awesome community. And um, it made me even want to be even more a part of it. Like, in the early, I think it was very, like, early stages of Epic, too, and I was like, even even then, it felt so like so much like a family, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, definitely made me want to be a part of it. Nice. Like this 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 epic team could take on a newbie streamer like me and right, you know, make something out of that. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah forever thankful. Awesome. Well, we're glad you're here with us today. While we uh, are about to get into our usual segments. And like I said, you're more than welcome to chime in on anything. Yes, chime in. But uh, first question we always like to ask is, what have you been playing? Kenzie, what have you been playing? Uh, Cuphead. Cuphead. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, off stream, I like to play player on Battlegrounds, PUBG. Mm-hmm. Not very good at it, but I like to play it. I like it. Uh, I recently kind of started planning for the holidays. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not the early bird, but like I do a lot of DIYs, like do it yourself. Uh-huh. And so like I started knitting, knitting a gift for Mammoth um, in my free time. And uh, <laughs> I like to sketch a lot. So. I like yeah. your sketches. And emote making. Mm-hmm. So. What are you knitting for him? We won't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll listen to this podcast. He's like, just in case, like, just let it slip, okay? Just, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. like, no, knitting something for him. Well, he, he can't he listen to this He has one of two way. choices to go from, so. Oh, so, so he would just... <laughs> Ban him from listening? Yeah, not this way. He can't listen this week. Please say it's like a thong underwear. <laughs> it's not. Uh, damn. <laughs> damn it. I wanted to see pictures very, when you got there. It would be very warm if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, what have you been playing? I have been playing... I played Dead by Daylight mm. for the first time. How's that? Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Uh, I guess you don't really have anything to compare it to because I was going to ask comparatively to something like Friday the 13th. I watched you play Friday the 13th. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's the same, but same but different, I guess. You know? Yeah, I mean, well, the, the aesthetic is still the same. Yeah, it's uh, everybody survived together. I feel like there's more of a clear escape method mm-hmm. in Dead by Daylight. Okay. And from what I played, like it seemed like everybody kind of stuck together. I don't. The one thing I don't like is how your means for your weapons. Like you can take a flashlight and shine it in the the killer's eyes and mm-hmm. stuns them, right? Well, I don't have a, a damn flashlight yet. You know, mm-hmm. I'm level eight. Don't have a flashlight. You know, and some stuff you use and it's gone. I don't like that. Hmm. After you unlock it with your your blood points, but right. all in all, it's cool because I've always I always like to kind of you know work together. As a team, and when somebody gets hung up on a hook, which is cool, uh, you can go get them down, and the killer's somewhere. Who knows? It's awesome. Like the killer will walk by, and you can hide in the bushes, you know, so and they'll just walk by. Do you not kill the people? Or does, you does can't, the killer no, there's not? There's no weapons. So, um, no, but I mean, does the killer not kill the people? Oh, he can, yeah. Okay, so what's with the meat hook? Um, I'm not sure. You know, like, it, I wonder if that's how they kill them. You get hung up on yeah. the you get hung up on the meat hook, mm-hmm. and it gives you a chance to get off. You it only happens like I think I read like four percent of the time do you escape from the meat hook, right? Okay. Unless somebody gets you off of it. But then after a certain period of time, these spike looking spider leg things pop up, and you struggle with it. And that's just pretty much you just buying your time. Hopefully somebody gets you off of it. But if you don't, your ass is dead because <laughs> that thing's gonna stab you. You're dead. Right. But all in all, I like the game. Um, I think I played about eight or nine matches, and it was just me and Beth playing, and we escaped mm-hmm. uh, four Why? out of the. We escaped four out of those times. You know, it was kind of it was it was a cool ass game. And then I've been playing Shadow of Mordor. Or Shadow of War. Shadow yeah. of War, yeah. It's it's no Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> it's just bigger, one point mm-hmm. five. But I don't know. It's Hasn't caught my attention yet, but the other one didn't either until later on. Right. Okay. But it's good. Fair enough. Well, I've been... Uh, oh, I was fixing to say, what about you? I thought you were fixing to go right into the news. No, no, no. I have i don't know. I haven't really played too much. I've played, uh, played a little bit of Injustice 2 just off and on because it's, it's something I can just pick up and put down at will. Uh, but I did, I did mess around with a uh, Steam game that I had. I think I got it for free, a giveaway or whatever. You know what I'm talking about, where they just give yeah. games away on streams. 
Uh, yeah, it was called uh, Party Hard. Have you ever heard of that? Is it? Huh? What? No. Party Hard? No, but I like to do that. Okay. What it is, yeah. what it is, it's, <laughs> it was an interesting game because I didn't know what to expect. Apparently, you are a very irate person whose neighbors are throwing this big party and you're angry. So you go and kill everybody <laughs> at this party. And I was like, all right, that's interesting. But what you have to do is it's a huge party. I think they're the first or second level that I went to, there were like 80 people that you, well, maybe not 80. It was big, 50, 60, something like that. There were a lot of people. Right. And you had to kill them all to win. But you can't be seen. You know, it's not like you can just go in there hacking and slashing. You've got to kill, move the bodies, in hopes that they don't call the cops. So if they do and the cops see you, then you're busted. Right. So you have to kill every one of these people. That sounds awesome. It's it's a very interesting... Uh, PC? Yeah. Dang it. It's a, it's a very interesting concept. So uh, it took me a while to actually get through it, but uh, it's all about strategy. What's the art style? What does it look like? Kind of uh, 8-bit in a, in a way, but... Pixelated. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I love when that when that whenever they go that art style and it works. Mm-hmm. It's it's an awesome game. I'll have to show it to you. Yeah, because I got it. But all right, yeah, kind of like Hotline Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of in that vein. Awesome, uh, I love mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. All right, well we're gonna get into our news. <laughs> it's news time. I thought we'd start off with the uh, news about the Microsoft Connect. Uh, after seven years and 35 million units, the run of the Microsoft Connect is coming to an end. Good riddance. Back in wow. 2011, it was the fastest-selling consumer device that actually held a Guinness World Record. Yeah, but they lied about it. <laughs> <laughs> but despite its end, the technology that was used within it will still be impl- implemented in various programs and devices such as the HoloLens, Cortana, and Windows Hello. What so the hell is Windows Hello? I don't know. Uh, I guess it's some new Windows project. Well, I already don't like it because it's got a Windows attached to it. <laughs> well, they're going to force it upon you. I know. That's what I cannot stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was. I mean, I've never really used a Connect, so it, it does not. I bought one. I bought one, and it does yeah. not work. Hmm. Not I mean, like they said. You walk in a room. Hello, Timmy. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. And then you just start fighting. You know? No. Yeah, no. Uh, it does not do that. It, That's it the never, beauty of marketing. First, my name is not Timmy. It called me Timmy three times. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Todd. Hello, oh. Timmy. Todd. And I dodged three times, and he punched me in the face. <laughs> oh, well. Good riddance, right? That's what I say. That's you know, I like how you know Sony, they just, here's the camera. Mm-hmm. You know, do what you want. They didn't really push it on you. No, I don't even. I know that they have those built-in features where you can say PlayStation do this or PlayStation do that. I don't use it. I, don't I, really I care. use them every now and again just to hurry up and get to a certain spot. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't have to have them, and they don't push it on you. Like Connect was, everything is built around the Connect. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it. I think they really that caused a really sluggish performance for the Xbox One at the beginning mm-hmm. because they forced that on you, a high price tag and and that. Well, they'll they'll never learn their lesson because we've noticed that before. Uh, while we're on that, we're going to shift over to the PSVR. Uh, Sony has actually stopped production on the original PSVR headset, and they're now rolling out the new model with the updated features and designs we mentioned a few weeks ago. I want one. Uh, the new model has already launched in Japan and has sold over 200,000 mm-hmm. units. 
The release dates in North America and Europe have not been confirmed, but are likely to be in the very near future. 200,000 is a lot, and that thing is just released within, what, the month? Mm -hmm. That's a lot. It's pretty bad, and it's pretty good. Yeah, that is real good. Um, VR is here to stay, I believe. Now, Sony's actually being very quiet about the changeover, and I think it's to not confuse people, making them think that there's a new headset or something like that. Because, you know, we saw Nintendo and their debacle with the Wii U and how that right. went over. I'm sure they don't want that to happen. And the yeah. changes are minor. I think it goes out. It goes back to the what the breakout box. Yeah, something like that. that. They problem. said they just they did some design changes with some of the plugs and stuff like that, just yeah. to help it either fit better or be a right. little bit more streamlined than it was. And I, yeah. I think we've seen that in numerous yeah, things and before. Fine. They so all do fine. it. Uh, with the new model underway, old models are now being given a price reduction. So if you've been on the fence about the PSVR, now is a good time to get your hands on get one. Get it. I love mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works great. I mean, it's not like your high-end model. You right. Know? It works great, though, for what it what it is. You know? Yeah. Kins, have you ever done VR? Uh, yes, once at a Halloween party last year. <laughs> What'd you um, play? <laughs> my neighbors had a Halloween party, and they were like, try the VR, it was like it was uh, like under the sea whale adventure, the, mm-hmm. the least scary one, and I got terrified from it because <laughs> I was faced the other way, and I turned around, and there's this giant whale in my face, and I screamed. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. Like it messes with my senses so bad. Oh yeah, it fools your brain. Like mm-hmm. I honestly have to adjust yeah. when I come out of it. Mm-hmm. I think um, the the few that i've played there's only been a handful that really got me motion sick and it really depends on what you're doing like the very first yeah. time i got motion sick i was i think it was a star wars um like you're in the x-wing fighter yeah, and X-wing you're having to go missions. up and around all these meteors and i don't know the motion of that it was like oh, okay nope 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 but as soon as i got outside of it i i kind of collected myself and i was fine right but once i guess once your brain is doing so much trying to process why am i not moving but i'm moving it doesn't make sense you just kind of get a little overwhelmed but uh yeah fun, i was like on the ledge of a, like a coral kind of there's a bunch of coral around and then there was this like cut off mm-hmm. and i walked up to it and i'm like why am i doing this to myself <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> kind of hey. punish yourself but you're you're so curious that mm-hmm. you just want to keep looking oh yeah so, uh, yeah, yeah you get sucked in so i mean so deep because it's just it's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you said mm-hmm. it was awesome because I have a great picture of you the first time you played VR. Yeah, it is a very no. good picture. No, it's not a very good picture. It's awesome. It makes me look like a fool. <laughs> well, you know of course, what? You it, look like a fool too. It does. Yeah, that's okay though. <laughs> but it was awesome. Mm. I think what you know the fact that you reached up and grabbed me. <laughs> Just be aware, Kenzie. He grabbed trust my your friends. Don't do VR unless you trust your friends. Hey, I didn't do it. That was the only time I ever did anything. Mm-hmm. It was the first time. I, YOLO, right? right. So I, he grabbed my junk, okay? Mm-hmm. right? He didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know I was in front of him. <laughs> I got the picture, and he's just reaching out. <laughs> it was so good. I mean, I felt See like. See what I got to put up with? That when Our relationship went to a whole new level that day. I did. Thank you so much. You could trans off me. <laughs> I'm going to move on now. Uh, to follow up to uh, our topic from last week about loot boxes, uh, there were a few developers that actually spoke out about loot boxes and what it might actually take 
for the system to stop being used in video games. Uh, there was one comment that stated that those who actually complain are in the minority. That it's really not as bad as it's made out to be. Uh, he said, until we have hard data that actually uh, shows the presence of loot boxes in any given title is negatively affecting sales and profitability rather than just being a thing that people talk about on the internet, yeah. uh, we should not worry about messaging issues. You said it just right. When it affects profitability, when they don't make any money off of it, they're going to stop. Mm-hmm. Now, Jason Kingsley, the co-founder and CEO of Rebellion, added to that saying that it's hard to quantify, but it's a, clearly an issue that's getting its coverage. Whether it's an issue for most or even the majority, that it's not as relevant as being a big issue for some. The reaction to them seems to be so based largely on how they're handled and whether or not the contents are game-changing or just cosmetic. Another developer also added that regardless of development costs, developers and publishers are going to attempt to make money. It's a business. Developers right. have a retirement to save for, families to feed. If people don't like loot boxes and tra- microtransactions, they shouldn't support the game by purchasing them. Now, to be fair, I, I kind of agree with what that last statement said. Yeah. You know, they had, they are trying to run a business. I don't think that a lot of people realize that a lot of the additions, whether it be DLC or, or extra missions, even the loot boxes for that matter, they are kind of covering a cost yeah. where they actually are having to undersell the game I mean, when was yeah. the last? I mean, you you see games; they are still holding at a price tag of at least sixty bucks, and that's amazing, especially now, right? That they have not gone up in in price. I mean, used to when you sold a million units, you made your money. Now you're you're not. Mm-hmm. I can go ahead and guarantee that, especially with like uh, like games like Grand Theft Auto. You've got a few hundred people working on that game, mm-hmm. you know. So you've got to sell fifteen million to get your money back. Yeah. So. I don't know. It, I mean, I'm trying to. I'm. I really. I can understand the frustrations of it. If, but you don't have to buy it. No, I think yeah. that's the other part. When people complain about it, you don't have to buy it unless it is something that the game is forcing you to do. You don't have to. So you don't just. Granted, you know there are times I can sit there and look at like I'm playing Injustice and they have loot boxes essentially much like the way they explain this. And there are costumes, there are, you know, pieces and items I would be like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to have. But I'm not so upset about it, like, oh, I've just got to go spend all this money so I can get this color or this, you know, this specific emblem or outfit. I don't care. The game yeah. still plays the same. Well, well, you might not care, but I think loot boxes will have a long-term effect, mm-hmm. when it, especially when it comes to children, where this is marketed more towards, possibly. Right. Um, kids don't have, you know... They're very uh, do it now. I see mm. this. It was pretty kind of thing. Um, I think the long term effects could be kids using mom and dad's credit card, uh, you know, whenever they want and issues like that. And that's my biggest concern. Um, I I don't like them. Yeah. I, I think they take away from the actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like this thing I read from Razor. Like we got. Mammoth got this new uh, camera, it's the Razer Q, and uh, it's it's like giving you the unfair advantage. And all you pay for it, yes, um, it's kind of, it's kind of, there, there are statistics that go into it. For example, Call of Duty, I think it's uh, where 
you're you are matched up against the Activision thing. Do you mm-hmm. have you read anything on that? Uh, um, a little bit. Oh, go ahead. I, I've I've only kind of seen it and skimmed over it. I haven't really looked into it deeply. Yeah, Activision uses their statistics to actually um, help their loot box increase. Mm-hmm. So like they'll put you against the person who has that advantage that has bought that and uh, they'll purposely make it so that you, um, you're you at the uh, unfair advantage. So you don't have the upgrade and that person's already going to be better than you. And so that makes you want to feel like you have to purchase that loot box or that sniper mm-hmm. rifle to feel better and like be better. So, wow. so I see I a like lot it. of long-term effects happening from it. I'm not a fan of it, but you know, like the article states, they have people to feed and you know retirement and things like that. I see both the negative and the positive mm-hmm. from yeah. it. Well, I mean, even but, even yeah. with that regard, with you know what the guy said that they have, you know, they have to make money. There are other ways you can go about it other than loot boxes. You you can't yeah. tell me they couldn't come up because if you came out with a uh, an outfit pack. Right, see, that's, you know, that's what I'm okay with. When you get a pay to win, I don't like that. No, because at least in yeah. that regard, if you're just saying, hey, well, like they do extra characters, you know, they fighting games or stuff, they're like, well, here's a new character that's coming out. Do you want it? Pay three or four bucks. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that because I want that character. Versus, mm-hmm. you know, the, the outfits and stuff like that or weapons. Yeah, I mean, loot boxes, I, I know I kind of argued in its defense that it's not gambling last week or the week before but i don't know it's it's a very it's a slippery slope yeah i don't know yeah they 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 need to look into other methods to make money there are ways to do it versus this randomized box right well i just don't like pay to win right if it does not have any effect on your gaming i'm okay with it Mm -hmm. because you don't have to buy it i don't i've never been one that's got to go in there and buy yeah you know the outfit but Every now and again, like Call of Duty, I like that skin for the gun. Yeah. I'll, I'll, 99 cents, I'll drop it. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to go... I don't have to have that to win. You know, yeah. She's talking about like a sniper rifle yeah, or some kind of unfair advantage. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Bethesda came out with the Evil Within 2 just recently, and there's nothing like loot boxes or anything like that. The game's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're not needed. No. At all. It's... In order to have a great game. Yeah, I think there are certain games... I can't imagine... I, I don't understand why a game like Shadow of War would have them. Fighting mm-hmm. games, Call of Duty, things like that, I I can kind of see where they could be easy to put them in. Yeah. But a game like that, it just I seems... Know. I don't know. Well, uh, that's that's a whole other topic. A whole, a whole <laughs> other topic. Right. But let's, let's move on to our next little bit of news. A little bit. Uh, on... November 7th, the Horizon Zero Dawn expansion, the Frozen Wilds, will Can come out. Wait. And uh, have you ever got to have you got to play the uh, Horizon Zero no, Dawn? No. It's I a, helped to stream it. Though. It's a it's a wonderful game. Wonderful. So and much. John's got mine. John is not he here does. today, no, by the way. Not. Yeah, John's John's out. Dick. He he seems to be out a lot lately. John fine. is that's this is your fourth unexcused absence, John. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the uh, DLC will come out on November 7th, uh, and it's going to be the one and only expansion of the game, which, I mean, that's fine. How many hours did they say it added? Yeah. What, 10? 10 hours? Something like that. They said it's it's kind of beefy. $15, I'll I'll take that. Mm -hmm. Now, information about the DLC surfaced, showing a border zone between the Karja and the Banuk, uh, their tribes in the game, just kind of fill you in. 
Um, Thank you. They, they are, uh, this zone, this border zone is actually being disputed between the two tribes. Now, in this new area, there will uh, be an additional storyline that will go out within the game with new cultures and new relationships for Aloy to explore. Uh, the developer also said that the DLC will will be available without having to beat the game, but the difficulty level will be kind of a mid to end game level. You know, so I'd probably say 30, 40, probably be good. Something like that. Uh, there will also be additional enhancements, a raise on the level cap from 50 to 60, and a few other little additions. I cannot wait. Are they going to have another Platinum Trophy? I doubt it. Damn it. Well, why would you need one? You've already done all one the one. other stuff. Oh, I want another one. Uh, you'll be fine. No, you'll be I fine without it. You'll be fine. And I'm I'm pissed at Dead by Daylight. I played eight matches, didn't get a trophy. One. Not one. Not one. Well, did you see what you needed to do? No. Well, maybe you should research. You're probably right. Because <laughs> yeah. maybe you just didn't do what you needed to do. Well, I mean, I got nine people off of a damn hook. I figured you'd get something. It's probably maybe, ten. Yeah, probably ten. Yeah. Nine out of ten. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a little tidbit, tidbit that I found is that Konami announced that they are apparently pushing forward a live-action movie and TV series of the video game Contra. WTF. Yeah. Why? Really? I don't know. They're, they they're, need to stick to their little Kino machines and shut the hell I up. I mean, there, there literally are no other details other than them saying, hey, we're doing this. <clears throat> you have to unlock it by doing up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start. That would be hilarious. And you know, you know that's going to be in the game. What's the code? What's the code to the yeah, door? What, what's up, the up, code? Up, down, down, I don't left, know. right, left, right, A, B, mm-hmm. start. You know they'll put it in there. It'll be a lame joke. Uh, I want to. I want to be excited, but it's just. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? I doubt it. No. I in fact, they they released like a small little synopsis about I guess what they want it to be, and the two lead characters' names uh, were not American. They're Jack and Daxter. So I'm gonna assume this is gonna be a uh, Japanese project that will probably be import. I'm just. I'm guessing. I don't know. They're gonna get Tommy from. Um, the best of the best. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. And Eric Roberts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Why not? They're not doing anything. James Earl Jones is going to be their commander. All right. Well, I'm going to move on because <clears throat> there's not much more we can say. It's just out there. It's in the world. Contra's coming, apparently. Why there's... I don't know. Yay! Woo! <laughs> Our next little news story revolves around Super Mario Odyssey. Now, the game has just released uh, yesterday. Since we said uh, on the twenty seventh, yeah, uh, it's getting rave reviews across the board. I've seen nothing but tens. Uh, it's fresh. One of the most memorable aspects of the game so far, uh, the trailers, is the main theme uh, called "Jump Up Superstar," and it's actually found its way up the iTunes chart. What the hell? Yeah. People buy everything. They do. Jump ah. Up Superstar was released on iTunes just a few days ago, and it's found itself as high as into the top 40 at number 37 over the weekend. How's and at go? this jump point... Jump Up Superstar, Jump Up Superstar. No, it's not. This what? is Halloween. So. Yeah, you, no, you are botching Sorry. that song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is uh, At this point, it's actually dropped a little bit, but uh, you know the game hadn't released at that point. So I'd say by now, it probably jumped back up in popularity. You mean go look? Uh, yeah. Let's look. Have you, uh, I mean, you, you've kind of botched it. Kenzie, you've heard the song? 
that they played? I don't think I have. It's a very catchy song, so if you hear it, if you've watched a trailer, obviously, I'm pretty sure it's in every trailer. So it's just a catchy little... I I, I don't really know what kind of genre it falls into. It's kind of swing music, I guess. And I would sing it, but I'm I'm not gonna oh, do that. Oh, please do it. I, but I don't. I can't sing oh. like her, Pauline. Who? What's her name? Pauline. Pauline. Now, I'm sure that's not the singer's name. Uh, the character in the game. It's Pauline. It's uh, from Donkey Kong. His his girlfriend oh, from Donkey yeah. Kong. So she's singing this song, and it's just jump up, superstar. And that's as good as I'm going. <laughs> That's I told I you I'm not. Do. I'm gonna keep. You keep looking, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna move on. Well, I got best of the week right here. I don't see jump up superstar. We'll look up jump up superstar and see if it's on there. Okay. All right. Well, uh, our next little bit of news is around Pokemon. Todd's oh, favorite. God damn it! I hate Pokemon. <laughs> the return of Team Rocket seems imminent with the new Pokemon game on the back of both Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon download cards. You'll find a Team Rocket male and female grunt in their battle pose. This could mean a few things. Uh, you know, like Team Rocket could be appearing in the Alola region, or maybe it's just through Ultra Wormholes players could play and get access to the Kanto region. Who knows? I found it. This one, the first review on it says, this song cured my cancer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to play Powerful. it. Powerful. Let me play it. Oh, you want to? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going we're gonna to stop so we can hear Jump Up Superstar. Okay, no. no. You didn't even get to the hook. That didn't hook me at all. Uh, well, that didn't. That's why the other is called the hook. Uh, anyway. You got to jump to the hook. Yeah, you got to jump to the hook. My The only hook I need is in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> it's Halloween. Also, while we're on the subject of Pokemon, um, yeah, uh, during an interview with Game Freak, it was implied that Ultra Sun and Moon will be the culmination of the entire series on the 3DS, presumably before the core Pokemon RPG series moves to a new home on the Nintendo Switch. Well, congratulations, uh, Nintendo Switch. Game Freak director... Yes, in the other room. Yeah. Game Freak director Shigeru Omori explained that the company has seen each of its 3DS games as the full extent of what could be achieved on the handheld console. Why are you touching me? <laughs> I love you, man. All right. That's, that's enough of that. Um, when, he says, when we were making Pokemon X and Y, we were really trying to push the 3DS system to its absolute limits, which is what we thought we had done. But when Sun and Moon came around, we completely redesigned the system and actually ended up pushing the 3DS even further than what we thought it was going to be able to draw out of it. Now, if they plan on moving this to the 3DS, or not the 3DS, but from the 3DS to the Switch, the, the entire Pokemon series, because it has been a staple of the handheld series, I feel like that, me personally, if they do that, the 3DS is dead. They're, no, they're not going to kill 3ds. But that will do it because gonna, that's a that is a that's a system seller. Yeah, but game. they're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to move it. They're going to just port it. It'll still be not if 3DS. they build a whole new game for the Switch. Well, yeah, unless they like 
really push their Tomagotchis mm-hmm. onto the 3DS Nintendo, I think it could be bad for the 3DS. Because yeah. I have the Pokemon, some of the Pokemon games, and I have the Tomagotchi life, which is like making your friends and experiencing like a life on an island, and it's super fun. Mm-hmm. And like, I think there's only certain things you can do that's exclusive to the 3DS on it. So, right. You know, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it does. I think Nintendo dominates that market. They do. Yeah, they I mean, and, yeah. and I think that's what they're really trying to do with the Switch. I think they found a way to take what they do best, which is, you know, a handheld, the portable, take your game with you, and combine it with a console. And, again, honestly, I feel like that if, if Pokemon leaves 3DS and there's not going to be any more there, or the handheld market in general for Nintendo, we're going to see the end of that. And I think... Nintendo at that point is really going to push this idea of what the Switch is. Right. Like that will be what their consoles are now. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. I don't if they don't go that route with every console, this would be the perfect time to push everything on the Switch and really just sell the the hell out of that console. Mm-hmm. And then when that's done, hey, here's our new 3DS. And then you sell the hell out of that. So they're yeah. in a perfect spot. Yeah, they could re- they could really take hold right now if they play their cards right yeah so we'll see what they do because they've they've been doing questionable stuff over the years they could really screw it up too yeah because i'm all for it's time if you've got a a console that it acts like the switch Mm -hmm. i mean acts like the 3ds don't make another 3ds right now just just let it be yeah let it let all that go and then push the switch and then just like i said Nintendo, hire me, okay? Yeah. He'll he'll do great. Bring you... I'll make... Like, their controllers would look like Bildos. Way to go. I I wouldn't mean to. It would just happen. It would just happen. Because that's where your brain is. Because, like, this... You would have rollers. I'm going to move on. (laughs) Uh, You guys didn't have to witness that. Uh, Warner Brothers announced that the... Game Lego Dimensions will not receive any further expansions. The uh, Toys to Life adventure game that brought together Lego versions of DC superheroes, Lord of the Rings, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Simpsons, Harry Potter, and so many more things uh, was launched over two years ago across multiple consoles and found a very dedicated audience. I always thought it looked pretty fun. The idea of having, what, Marty McFly hang out with Superman just, you know... Why not? That sounds pretty cool. And Even you Scooby any, in the game. Any franchise, you know, mm-hmm. Lego, Legoize it, whatever yeah. you call it. And you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I got a soft spot for Lego games I for do. whatever reason. Uh-huh. I just, I, I think it's because they're so unique in a way, and it's getting to play with these characters, but in a whole another way that it's not taking itself seriously. I can, it's like playing with toys, like you're a kid again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of enjoy yeah. that. Like I'm looking forward to. I think they've got one coming out in a few weeks. Uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes Two. Mm-hmm. Like I've like been dying. I can't wait to play it. Did you just say they're not making any more Dimensions though? Yeah, Dimensions. I think they're putting that down. Which makes me think Nintendo. I mean, uh, Disney's seen the writing on the wall. For what? Their uh, Infinity. Oh, I thought they already put that to bed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've seen it coming. Mm. Oh, like, you're saying they? That's why now? they shut it down yeah. prematurely. Next is okay. going to be Skylanders. Yeah, because that's. I'd never understood that. I mean, Nintendo. I'll, I'll give credit. Nintendo's killing it with the amiibos. Yeah, but the, you know, Nintendo has that nostalgic thing, and people are collecting these things. I mean, honestly, what does a amiibo do? 
It doesn't do that. I much. have no idea. Right. People are buying these damn things and putting it right over here on that shelf like I'm doing with stuff. Now, I, I know like that. Funkos. Yeah, and Funkos, yeah. How have they? Yeah. They got so popular so right. fast. It's just amazing. But I'm a sucker for them, too. You'll see yeah. something like, oh, I kind of want that. I know. Any Walking Dead Funko, I want the hell out mm-hmm. of it as soon as I see it. Yeah. I think I saw like a, a Godzilla and King Kong one the other day, and they were like mega that. sized, and I was yeah. like, oh, I kind of want that, yeah. and I, I don't so. know why. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just going to keep falling. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, but yeah, I mean, I, I never got into the dimensions. I guess, like I said, it looked kind of fun, but I'm, I'm okay with yeah. the other stuff. So, yeah, well, I think it gets to the point you're like, come on, man, I don't have any more room for this crap. Yeah. And once once it got to that point of well you kind of got to buy this character and that character and the the buying toys thing that's yeah. that's about as bad as loot boxes, right? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and no, I guess because I don't know. Nah. But I, what I hated like with Skylanders is hey the new game came out you got to have a whole new damn pad mm-hmm. and everything and I don't know it's just I'm just glad Peyton grew out of that. <laughs> She like she said, kids, kids yeah. are suckers. And yeah. They will eat it up. Yeah, kids love it, especially with the digitalized age right now. Yeah. I'm just glad that, that Skylanders characters are not digital. She's five-year-old with an iPhone 7, and I'm like, I'm still carrying around my iPhone 6S. So. Uh, right? Why do kids yeah. need cell phones? Boom. 6S Plus. <laughs> Woo! Woo-woo-woo! <laughs> uh, another quick yeah. tidbit <laughs> is... Uh, a new DLC featuring Freddy Krueger was released for Dead by Daylight. Now, yes. We know that we mentioned that was a rumor. Yes. However, um, I'm noticing that this is only on Steam or PC right now. Uh, I haven't seen it on consoles yet, but I'm, I'm sure it'll come around. It needs to come right now. It's Halloween, damn it. I have it for PC. Yeah. You know, I, I debated because I'd, I'd purchased it myself. I have Dead by Daylight now on PS4. And after I got it. Uh, I looked on Steam and I was like, I could have gotten this so much cheaper <laughs> because their on, sales were so much Steam better. Right Say again. Is it on the Steam sale right now? Yes, it was like I think I paid. Uh, how much was it on sale for? I think you said seventeen. 17. Yeah, seventeen ninety nine on PlayStation, and then I go on Steam and it's on sale for ten bucks. And I was like, uh, I could have gotten this for seven dollars cheaper. And then all the DLC that went with it was also on sale, and I could have got that cheaper too. I think I got all of it. It Like Michael Myers was in mine. Mm -hmm. I got him and Leatherface. Yeah, Leatherface got me. Michael Myers is fast. I haven't. I just never played it. Mm -hmm. I've seen lots of gameplay for it, though. Well, if you do, I I hope you stream it because I want to (laughs) watch. I'd be horrible at it. No, it's so much fun. It's like playing hide-and-go-seek. It really is. It's awesome. Now, uh, just to point out my disappointment... With this Freddy DLC, I love Freddy, but it's not Robert England Freddy. It's uh, Jackie Earl Haley Freddy, and I love Jackie Earl Haley. He's yeah. a great guy, but he's not the Freddy I wanted. No, so, I mean his Freddy look is okay, but like it's you the can't voice, beat man. the classic. No, it's it's the attitude and the voice. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little disappointed, but I I at the same time kind of expected it because I know didn't Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat 9 they did that yeah they did and, uh, him and uh, was it Leatherface was Leatherface on there no I think uh, Kratos was in was it Kratos yeah Playstation yeah. 3 version yeah I, I can't remember but uh, that seems to be he seems to be the go to Freddy now so it's fine it's whatever 
but that does that does kind of raise the question now are we going to see other characters because we we had that discussion before now that we've pretty much got three horror icons we know jason's not going to come over because he's got his own game but are there going to be others i want to see victor crowley i think there will be i think it would be cool i think it would be unwise for them not to continue to push that because if you can do it here why not right I want to say it's all in one game. You mm-hmm. don't have to worry about oh, I got to go buy this Halloween game or I got to go buy this, you know, Leatherface game. It's just like, nope, we have this one game and you can have all your horror icons right here. Right there in one place. It's like mm-hmm. Walmart. Yeah. I love it. I mean, like I said, Leatherface is the, the was the big hook for me, so I'm in. Yeah, I'd love to see what else. Cool. They... He comes at you like this. <laughs> scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I love that movie so much. All right, next bit is uh, about the Atari box we've mentioned. I read about this. Yeah, uh, the Atari box console is due to launch in the second quarter of 2018 through a crowdfunding campaign, which I still feel like is weird. (laughs) Yeah, this is Atari. They should have money. Anyway, they said it won't just be targeting retro gamers. They said that the Atari announced a few weeks ago that its specifications will be comparable to a mid-range PC... Uh, the console will run on Linux rather than Android, like the uh, Ouya, wasn't that? Ouya. Ouya. I don't remember. That, that. was a real winner. Yeah, that did not go over well at I all. I think that's probably like a paperweight now. Yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible console. Uh, speaking with the former Microsoft executive Ed Fries in an interview transcribed by VentureBeat, the creator and general manager of... Oh, gosh, why? I'm not going to say all that. Just this guy... It. Explained why. <laughs> this guy explained it's why the in Japanese. No, it's um. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Fargo yeah. Mac Conolda. That's yeah. Because if you didn't know, I speak some pretty good Japanese. No, this is not Japanese. This is um. <laughs> well, it just looks like gibberish. I'm sorry, general manager guy <laughs> of whatever this is. Uh, anyway, this guy explained why the Atari box will succeed in the company's plans where the Valve Steam Machine has so resoundedly failed. Now, have have either of you messed around with the Steam Machine? Because I had actually no. looked at one. I mean, it's pretty much just a box that hooks directly to Steam. That's that's your interface, right? So so why would that be a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. It's just Atari. I'm just I'm curious as to why it, it, they said it's failed. I didn't know that it failed. Are you talking about the Steam Machine? Yeah. Yeah, it just... I don't know. I don't know. Nobody... Just, well, I guess it does seem like an unnecessary piece of equipment because there's already a pc yeah i, I really feel like there's yeah. everybody's got pc and they're not going to jump to that and if you're gonna if you've got a console and you're gonna either do you get your choice between a pc and a steam machine you're gonna pay 500 dollars for i mean it's like 499 for for one of those steam machines mm-hmm. right yeah so you're just gonna go get a pc because you can do er- so yeah. much more with it Enough. Plus, you would have to get a capture card for consoles if you wanted to, you know, stream it or something. Right. So it's like that extra expense. Yeah, I can see that. Do you know they were actually giving those away uh, not that long ago? A few weeks ago, they were selling them for one dollar on Steam. What? Yeah, wow. I missed that. I was like, well, damn, that would have been awesome. One single buck, I would have paid it for what a capture card? No, for a, a Steam box or whatever they're called. One dollar? One dollar Steam machine? No kidding. It was like one day only they did it. Damn. Yeah. I would have done that. I would have too. Yeah, I missed it. I think it was like October 18th. That was just like a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all should have told me. Y'all I didn't know. I didn't me. know until after the fact. 
Because I started, I was like, oh, is this happening now? And I went over there and it was like, no, it's 50 bucks again. I was like, well. They're only 50 bucks? Yeah. Like, you want to check my emails a day late? Oh, I missed it. Because it's 50 bucks. So they just send you a box. They send you a Steam box. What does it go to? Your PC? I'm not sure how it hooks up, but it's supposed to work kind of in tandem. Like, either you hook it up to your PC or it hooks up to your Wi-Fi and then you can play your games on your TV. Something like that. I want that. I want that. But if but it's, no, I can't do it. I can't do it because my wife. I have HughesNet. Yep. There we go. <laughs> HughesNet sucks. Uh, I had Bright House when I was in America. What was it? Bright House. Bright House. I don't think I've heard of them. Is it this was really good? Like two hundred down. Nice. Yeah, I have like two hundred kilobytes down. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. I like got dial-up is better than HughesNet. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, the uh, quote from this uh, colonad guy, because that's what I'm going to call him. Colonad. Colonad. <laughs> I know I ruined that. I'm sorry. I, I'm not really. Uh, Steam <laughs> um, is an amazing company. This is his quote. He says, but I think when you give away too much of the experience, you just write a standard and let the multiple or let multiple other companies build boxes. You get into trouble there. I don't even know what that means. Uh, we want you to be super open, but we also want to deliver an integrated experience for the customers that buy our box. They can plug it in, switch it on, and be playing one harmonious experiment. And the thing with Steam is that you have so many people building the boxes at different prices and structures. It's so cumbersome to do that in a unified way. He said, we want to own this box. The design is something we spend a lot of time on, trying to make it right. We also want to get the price point and an audience, so we're going to be focusing on indie games. It's not just for AAA development like Sony and Microsoft. There are incredible indie games out there. Uh, it's not just always about the graphics. A game like Undertale has sold millions of copies, and that's almost Commodore 64-type graphics. Let's it, be honest, it looks way better than Commodore 64. It does, yeah. This guy's uh, stretching very, very he's from Microsoft, right? Uh, oh, no, he's from no, Atari. Atari yeah. yeah, I read this thing. No. Uh, he calls it, you know, the game beautiful. It's genius. I want to play it. I, I'm anxious to play it. Uh, he said, taking all that into this platform is what we're interested in doing. The, th- the Steam thing is just different positioning. The Atari brand is also a very approachable brand. Uh, it used to be. In 85, <laughs> it was. It used to be. I'm alive in 85. <laughs> It was, you know, uh, there used to be a time where you're like, yeah, Atari, wow. And then Nintendo came along and you're like... Atari who? Okay, yeah. Cause... Yeah, I think I just missed the Atari. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't miss much. Yeah, you, didn't. you missed Pitfall. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that Pitfall was fun. I'll give it that. Pitfall 2 was better. Um, it says, with Atari, you have an approachable brand. You have people in their 40s who remember playing it when they were younger. But also, to the younger generation, Atari... Sp- spark something as well does it does atari mean anything to you i think it's more millennials okay probably they have cool t-shirts it says uh, <laughs> i brought 12 year old boy <laughs> their, their, their logo's really nice mm. well, okay they yeah. do have a very distinguishable logo we'll yeah, it's kind of retro you know mm-hmm. so people wear that t-shirt and you're like oh i like the atari t-shirt what was your favorite game i, yeah. I never had one mm, fair enough all right, well, he says, uh, he, I brought uh, 12-year-old boys to see that Adam Sandler movie, Pixels. Name drop, not mine. 
He said, I won't comment on the movie, ha, ha, ha. But good. the point is, all these kids recognize every game, whether it's Centipede or Donkey Kong. I see these kids walking around San Francisco in Atari t-shirts. See? It's like the Ramones t-shirts where 95% of the people who wear the shirt have never heard of the music, but there's something magical about the brand. And if you're not listening to the Ramones and you're wearing a t-shirt, how dare you? I know. Blasphemer. awesome. They are. Um... He said, that's something we're bringing to this. Younger folks are going to get it. You can either stream or you can stream or do other things on the Atari box as well. We want it to be a device that in the living room is entertainment. Uh, It's gaming, but it's more than gaming. As a brand, we're able to do that. It speaks to a lot of people in different places. I mean, that's a mouthful that he just said (laughs) through me. And um, I just, I don't know if I'm 100% sold on this idea. Now, it's going to fail. If Atari is going to use their brand to push indie games, I'm thinking that's a smart move. But mm. I think PC does it so well that why do you need a console to do that? <clears throat> Sony, Microsoft, and the PC are already doing it. Yeah. you. I feel like it's never, this is going to be a shot in the foot for them. It is. Yeah, I've never heard of an indie game on a console yeah. that, that's worked out hugely successfully. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, when you think indie games, you think kind of PC, don't you think? Yeah, I think that's where they thrive a little bit more. Now, that's not to say that consoles don't have their way of pushing, because, like he was saying, Sony they have a, a good uh, push for uh, indie games. You know, they'll especially put them on their uh, monthly uh, game list where you can get your PS oh. Plus for free. And you know, that's that's a big hook for me. I've said it numerous times. That's that's what got me to play Hotline Miami. Never played it before in my life, but because it was free, I said, let me give this a shot, and I fell in love with it, and it made me buy the second one day one. So they got my money. So I feel like if you can, if, if they can do it right, it could work, but I, I honestly do not feel that Atari, despite no. their brand, I don't think it's going to work out the way they're envisioning. No, I don't think they have the money. Yeah. And I want them to prove me wrong, though. Yeah. But right now, I just, yeah. I don't, I don't see it working out. I think they're as gonna... someone who who didn't get a chance to ever play with an Atari, I think it's intriguing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this happened just a little bit before my time, right? Mm-hmm. So what is this? What was the hype back then, and how is it gonna, you know, be? Um, what's the word? Proposed to me in a way that's gonna pull me in. Right. So. And I, they, they do have a, a, an interesting hook if they use some of their older games, if they can find their good older games for the few yeah. that they have to hook people. Because I feel like the retro graphics that a lot of people are doing now, I, I feel like that's important in a way because you're showing that games do not have to rely on graphics alone to be good because... Oh. I've I've seen people say you know hey what do you think of a, this game oh man the graphics are awesome okay what was the game like well, you know tell me about the game did it you it's beautiful yeah <laughs> they want to they tell you it just looks good and that tells me nothing about the game a game can look great and be terrible yes. but a game can look very eight bit and you think oh man this game looks stupid but it's amazing so graphics aren't everything even though they are a hook to to catch your eye. I don't know. Get this in 4K. Right. For probably $200. <laughs> I want to say Pitfall in 4K. That would be, uh, wow. I don't even know what that would look like. It would probably look like a white 
blob with legs <laughs> jumping a hole swinging It'd be very rigid and crisp like yeah. one big like you block. could cut yourself on those corners mm-hmm. yeah be a very dangerous way to play pitfall i think they ought to make it eight bit they did was that eight bit or was that something lower than eight bit the yeah, beginning it was eight bit as you can get i, I don't I really figured, think like when i think eight bit it was more like mario okay maybe uh 64 kilobytes yeah we'll go there <laughs> we downgraded it still sounds big all right, now we're going to get into our weird news. Weird news. Sounds like me. <laughs> I, I only found one piece of weird news. That's um, all we need. Did you know that there is an Xbox One X hotel? Why? No. I don't know. Thank you, Microsoft. Uh, this hotel will be offered for a limited time in Sydney, Australia to give fans early access to the powerful new console. God Damn it, they are killing me. Called the X, <laughs> Xbox Stay and Play, the uh, Parama Park Pyramont-based structure will be available for two-hour or overnight bookings between November 3rd and through the 5th. It's a temporary hotel, mind you, yeah. uh, that will have four main suites, each themed after a different game. Uh, one is Forza Motorsport 7, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, uh. Minecraft, mm. uh, and that's all that they have confirmed. That's three. So the yeah. fourth one is just makeout room. Okay, that's there what you I'm go. saying. If the I book out. a hotel room for two hours, I am not playing a game. <laughs> I'm playing hide the weasel. Is what I'm playing. <laughs> now, overnight bookings will be offered between 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. and will offer a chance to play a range of games on the Xbox One X. Bookings also include a concierge and room service. Uh, supersized 4K HDR-ready TVs, Dolby Atmos sound systems, and, of course, Xbox Onesies. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, that's where, a selling point. Where do I call? <laughs> I'm so excited. Xbox did you, Onesies. Did you, is it a, a Snuggie? No, a Onesie. Xbox Onesie. Yeah. So you get this nice little Onesie. But, but that's ain't that the same thing as a damn... No, Snuggie's like a blanket with sleeves. Well, what do they call... Yeah. Man, that's the same... No, no, no. A onesie would be like, you know, footy pajamas or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. But don't they... <laughs> a onesie. <laughs> Come on, damn. I don't want a onesie. Well, then you don't have to go to the hotel. I want to go. All right, well, look. the two-hour room, though. Much... Uh, <laughs> the group lead, uh, Jeremy Hinton... Of Xbox Australia said, much like the One X, we've designed the or designed the Stay and Play to give players the most immersive gaming experience possible. Each room has been designed with our fans in mind. We hope that the experience gives them a chance to experience true 4K gaming in a genuinely unique environment days before the product is in stores. How much is the room? Does it I'm say? sure it will be outrageously you expensive. Just... Probably more than the console costs itself. And you have to sign up for Windows 10. Mm-hmm. They're going to make you do that. <laughs> or Windows Hello. <gasps> yeah, when, we're going to um, throw that Is in. that the... I don't know. Oh my God. I'm sure that they'll well, throw that at you. put it in Australia? Yeah, no kidding. Ooh, you about knock that seems like that would have been... Uh, they, But they always do the cool stuff outside the country. It's That's never happened. nobody is getting with that shit here. But it would sell. You know it would. I know. There's you idiots. know it would. I just go to the Southland Motel if I want to get a two-hour room. Uh, terrible. Yeah. I can get some meth, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to move on to a little topic that I have. I don't. Uh, I figured I wanted to talk a, a little bit about something today. 
and since we have a streamer on, I thought it would be good. I guess I want to see if there's a worth topic uh, discussing, but I think I think at the same time it, this might go pretty quick, so we'll see. Um, despite the growing pro- popularity of online streaming services like Netflix and HBO, uh, the most popular form of online video is indisputably video game content. Mm-hmm. Now, in a recent report, Interactive Media Research Group Superdata has revealed that an audience for video gaming or gaming video content, which the group classifies as online videos, live streams related to gaming, sits at a whopping 665 million people worldwide just for 2017. God dang. Not only is this more than twice the population of the entire United States, it's more than the combined worldwide audience for online. Now, according to the report, the primary channel for gaming video content is YouTube, with an audience of 117 million viewers watching gaming-related content on the service. Twitch comes in at a distant second with an audience of 185 million viewers worldwide. One big takeaway from Superdata's study is the need for consumer brands to acknowledge the popularity of video gaming content. Ads and sponsorship of gaming videos are on track to rake in a massive $3.2 billion just this year, while donations and subscriptions to creators of video or gaming videos are due to top $1.3 billion. Superdata study also covers the reasons why people watch video or gaming videos. First and foremost, viewers are interested in learning more about the game they want to play, with 76% of users surveyed citing as one of the primary motives in watching gaming videos. Uh, just as intriguing is the fact that 50 or 57% of those videos studied said that they watched gaming videos to learn more about the games they already played, highlighting the value of gaming videos that include tips and tricks for getting better at popular games. Now, this study comes in the wake of Netflix revealing how many of its users binge-watch TVs within a 24 hours of its release, like uh, Stranger Things or The Defenders, things like that. I have, I have a question. Yes. How long before Netflix does something like that? I think that they would probably be more inclined to integrate something if they could, like Twitch. Or do they buy YouTube? Uh, Google would have to... Oh, yeah, I forgot Google yeah, bought it. They yeah. would probably integrate something like that. Yeah, I forgot that. about that. Twitch, Twitch, I feel like, has... They have an opportunity to remain solo but uh, there's a company out there waiting to swallow them up uh, amazon bought them probably yeah. yeah that's true they did didn't mm-hmm. they hmm. okay well we'll see how that works google's out. gonna buy netflix now i guess the reason i, I kind of pose this question out there and i guess this is where our topic kind of comes in is um why not just not just what they're sitting here talking about here but what is it about the appeal of video games versus television well, I think like with Twitch, it's also first off, you're getting to look at a game that maybe you don't have mm-hmm. or you enjoy playing, and you get to interact with people and ask questions while it's going on. So there's the draw there. It, it's like yeah. a sense of community, you know. I mean, like yeah. with Epic, you know, you go in there. When I go in and watch a stream, I see all of y'all in there talking. Mm-hmm. So it's like a place for y'all to all talk. You know, sometimes I throw in some crap, and then I get shot down by you. Mm-hmm. I don't really appreciate. I gotta, it. I gotta just keep you in line every buddy. day, every day, every time. Not all the time. I try to sneak on. I'm like, oh look, best playing Evil Within too, and then all of a sudden I see Demonic Wakes T 
to the stench of a loser. And I'm like, am I that loser? And then I get confirmed today, yes, I am that loser. And, and it breaks my heart. I just, I just, But that's the draw to it. Because I thought, and yeah. to me, that was cool, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he called me a loser. I, and I don't appreciate it. That's all right. Yeah, it's in the live. It's, it's more than just the game. It's uh, meeting meeting these people that you would have never met otherwise. Right. Um, that's that's a huge appeal. Like, and it helps. I think it helps with even people skills. Like, you're staring at the camera, right? And you're you're learning how to do these things. And then, like, these people come along, and it's it's like practice. And you might like, my hands get cold when I get anxious. So, over time, they. have they don't anymore like they used to when I first started streaming my hands would be cold the entire time (laughs) and I've learned to I've learned about myself and I've learned about all these amazing people that you know are here with me on this streaming site and it's it's such a huge appeal every day I come back and I'm like what am I gonna what am I gonna see today who am I gonna meet today and it's 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 so nice it's more than just the game Mm -hmm. now see uh, here's here's a question just to kind of toss out another way of looking at this. Now, if we're talking about just streaming in general, because I, I kind of do understand the appeal. I could, I'm, I'm a big, I do it. I'm one of these people in this study that, you know, I, I get stuck on a game or something like that. And, or maybe I just don't understand how to do something like, right. you know, I was trying to unlock a trophy on injustice and it had to do with a certain move. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Maybe, maybe I'm not understanding the move. Right. So I had to see it visually and say, okay, now I know what I'm doing wrong, and I could do it. Boom. Trophy achieved, and I got it. Now, in saying that, do you feel like something like Rabbit could could kind of undermine this? Rabbit is a, you know, you can watch TV shows and movies with people, but it's it's much like in the same vein as Twitch. You, You are there with people, you're in a room, you chat. Do you feel like that could still catch on, or do you still feel like video games would dominate the market when it comes to stuff like this i feel like they're two separate markets it is right yeah but video like video watching like tv shows together you can get get together with a group of friends and do that like in real life too Mm -hmm. and uh the thing with rabbit is like yeah there's like a chat room but you also just want to watch the movie or whatever's playing on that on that time I've been there hundreds of times, and there's even like music videos that are just in loops of succession. You just go go to like listen to it, or mm-hmm. you know, you, yeah, you know, just go to listen to it or watch it. Like you know, Lacey does her movie nights mm-hmm. uh, with her viewers. That's another way just to connect with them outside of the stream. It's it's if anything, it's a bonus. Right. Very true. Yeah. I don't know. It just it it's funny that it it is video games that seem to be handling this market like why is what is it about video games that have just hooked so many people versus content from you know movies and stuff like that it's it's fascinating to me that that's that's what's bringing the draw in everywhere well it's like you said like when me and you play games i don't automatically go to youtube for it but when i get stuck and i've tried and tried and tried and tried Mm. i go look at youtube there's other things like uh minecraft people are creative with this game and take it and turn it into some kind of TV show. Like, Peyton watches this little couple. They play and they do these little skits and stuff and and she's entertained for hours. She watches it over and over and over. Like, I bet mm-hmm. her average time of watching YouTube is probably 
three hours at a time instead of playing games. She's watching YouTube, watching Minecraft. Then she goes and plays Minecraft. <laughs> and she watches, what, Dan TDM, mm-hmm. uh, the Diamond Minecart, I guess. She mm-hmm. really loves that guy. But mm-hmm. I think that's the draw. It's Games are... It's like watching TV and watching your game at the same time. I guess it's hmm. I know, it's, it's awesome. But Twitch, like like she said, it's it's a community. That's, yeah, that's why. Mm-hmm. And you can't get that with a movie because you got to follow a, um, you've got to follow a storyline and pay attention to what people are saying, and you can't really yep. pay attention to like a a chat at the same time. All right. Exactly. But Rabbit think, is awesome yeah. to be in the same room and watch it. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like in Twitch, like, hey, you weren't there for the first stream and they started playing this. You could, like, ask them, hey, what's happened so far? And I'm sure they'd be more than happy to give you a synopsis mm-hmm. of, like, what what's happened. And you're like, hey, go go watch the bot again if you got time and you'll be right caught up. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Twitch and YouTube are different enough that they both excel. But, uh, yeah, definitely when it comes to video games on Twitch, it's more than just the video game. Yeah. I do. I do feel like YouTube. I'm. I guess I was a little surprised that they are pulling in the most, but I think that's mainly because you have where we go look for those videos. You know, you have people who just need that that little push to help them figure out what they're doing wrong. So I think that's why they get the bigger draw of numbers because you have those walkthrough videos or tips and tricks videos. And it's just easy just to say, well, I need to figure this out. Boom, boom, boom. I type it in and there it is. YouTube's just so accessible that way. So, but yeah, I, I find that to be a little fascinating that video games are really the big content draw when it comes to online video. That's, it's interesting to me. I personally, I don't watch Netflix as use as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. I still have it, but like, my, I was never a huge TV watcher growing up. It was always like video games that I was like, oh, what does this do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, what's the storyline? And there's like so many different different things. And yeah. I was a weird kid. <laughs> nah. I think it's funny though with like with girl gamers. Um, I think she said it, and maybe I can't remember who, but like they always snuck into their brother's room and played the games yeah. after they went there. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. they watched their brothers play. Society, their brothers wouldn't let them play. Yeah, mm. society takes a while to change, for sure. Yeah. And it's uh, difficult, but you know. We're getting yeah. there. You surround yourself with a good group of people, and it's great. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to move on to our real, real small release dates list because I only had two games well, what you got? that were coming out. Uh, they're coming out on October 31st, Halloween. Woo! My favorite holiday. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure that there's the reason it's so light is because we just had, what, three big games drop? Yeah. You yeah. had yeah. South Park drop, Assassin's Creed drop, Super Mario Odyssey drop. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Wolfenstein. Yeah, it dropped. So, okay, we can we can understand that it's it's going to be light. Um, but anyway, we have uh, Busby or Bubsy. I'm sorry, oh Bubsy the Wooly Strike Back on PS4 and PC. Boom. And also, Steven Universe Save the Light for oh PS4. God. Told you that'd be an awesome video game. Have what? you ever watched that show? I am very aware of the song now <laughs> because it is. It, I don't know where it came from. Out of the blue, now I hear "We are the Crystal Gems" all the time in my house. <laughs> so it's it's yeah, I'm aware of it. <laughs> it's a great show, man. And I'm not knocking it. It probably is. I just haven't been drawn 
in yet. Dude, if you want to get drawn in, watch the episode where he finds the video of his mother and he finds the lion, the lion at the same time. Dude, you'll be balling at the end of it. All right. It makes me cry, dude. Okay. It's so sweet. I, I have no <laughs> doubts. I'm not knocking it. I got it recorded on my DVR just because of that. It's fine, man. It's good. I'm, I'm very. I'm glad. That, I'm, I'm glad sensitive. that you're uh, you're I'm touched s- by Stephen. I'm just sensitive. Okay. I know. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not. A loser. I'm sensitive. I'm not a loser, and I don't stink. All right. I've told you before. I'll tell you. So he de- he doesn't feel self conscious. Every time I watch Logan, I cry. Every time. I do too. I can't help it. It's the I'm daddy part. Looking. You you should. It's a, it's a really good movie, and I, every single and I've watched it probably five times. Yeah, and every and single time. Th- it's gonna cause a divorce in my house. I think. <laughs> she said, "I don't like this movie. It's stupid." Uh, uh-uh. no. Wow. <laughs> I don't. Of course, yeah. she didn't like it either. No, yeah, I know. And that's just just stacking I up. I haven't seen that either. I want to. Yeah, you we need got to the, see it. We got the movie tickets for the the release of the new Star Wars. <gasps> what? Uh, what? Yeah. The new Star Wars? Oh, yeah. I'm I think say. it's. Uh, wait, oh, which one is it? It's something. It's only like December 13th or something. It's a movie. It's December 15th. I don't it remember. It might be different. Now I'm going to feel bad. Oh, that's right, yeah. It's mm-hmm. the day after Peyton's I birthday. Think it, I think it's Star Wars. The Last Jedi? Yes. 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 Uh, yes. Uh, I can't wait. Can't wait. So excited. Uh, all right. Nerdgasm. Well, I don't really have a, a, a review this week. Uh, I was going to put together something, but I, I, I screwed up. I was I was struggling to scramble and get everything together, so I didn't have a review. But I figured that I could just take a moment, since I haven't done it yet, to explain why we were off last week to those who might not know. Um, I snuck into TwitchCon. <laughs> and, uh, and when I say that, I meant that no one but maybe like one person knew I was going to be there. And uh, I wanted to surprise a few people, which I did successfully. Well, I'm not supporting TwitchCon. Okay. I didn't get to go. He didn't so get to go. But it was, me. like I said, I didn't tell anybody. I wanted it to be a, like the biggest, hugest surprise imaginable. So I just shut everything down. I was like, one person has to know because they have to get me somewhere. Um, and to to just talk about the con for a second, I, I feel like that there probably was a lot more there that um, I could have done because it was it was a huge convention center. They they had stages set up where they were doing panels. Um, I'd never seen anything like it before. Like actually been there to see. You know, because you'll see those videos online all the time where people are doing panels at these cons and stuff like that. Uh, you see them all the time during E3, things like that. That's what this kind of felt like in a, in, a, in a way, but in a surreal way because I've never been on that side of it. But yet yeah. they were streaming these panels. And I found out, this was so disappointing for me, that I found out that there was a fellow YouTuber there at one point, I don't know if he was there any, during the time that I was, but I would have loved to have met him. Um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with and, uh, Andre Meadows. He's a black nerd comedy. Oh, I've heard you talk about him. Yeah, he's he's a funny guy. He happened to be there. Uh, they were promoting a Power Rangers game, Hyperforce or something like that, and he actually gets to be the Blue Ranger. Nice. So I thought that was pretty cool. But I don't. Again, I don't know if he was there when I was or not. But when I found that, out, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's sad." 
because I would have just loved to have met him just even for a moment and just said, hey, it's nice to meet you. And then that'd, that'd be it. Um, but there were, there were games aplenty. We got to see a few um, indie games. Uh, I, we actually got a few uh, codes. Uh, we may actually be talking to some uh, developers on our future episodes that we met and rubbed elbows with there. Um, nice. I... I wanted, I had an opportunity to play Crumple, which we've we promoted and pushed on this uh, site or on this podcast before. On the site. On the site. I don't know why I said site. Mm-hmm. On this podcast. Uh, but I didn't, I did not get a chance to play it. It was there. I got to see it in action. Uh, and it looks fantastic. It got me even more excited to play it. I want to play it. So yeah. I'm, I'm eager to play it. Yeah. Um, they had these big, uh, panels set up or these big they had this huge arc uh you, have you ever heard of the game arc yeah. it's like dinosaurs yeah. or something like that they had this big uh t-rex or something of that nature set up where you could actually get your picture taken on it like sitting on the back of it mm-hmm. which wow that's I, awesome yeah i didn't i didn't do it but i thought man i guess that would have been kind of neat just to do why not but there were people everywhere it was so crowded um it was, again, it was a very interesting experience. I feel like that if I go back again next year, I'm going to have a, a different approach to it. I'm hiding your Because I would, I would really like to... Because, again, I, I showed up. It was only two days that I was out there. I really only got to see a lot of TwitchCon on day two on Saturday because we did a lot of schmoozing, a lot of walking around, passing out cards, letting people know that Super Mega Crash Brothers exists. Uh, oh, and I did get to see, have you ever seen, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I want to explain, because I'm sure that, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that these people are listening right now, and I'm sorry I don't remember your names, but if you are listening, I'm, I apologize, but it's awesome. I want to tell everybody about it. Have you seen the Bob Ross uh, picture created? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 that's them. Yep. What is yeah, it? Yep. They, they made this huge wall-sized um, Bob Ross picture out of beads. Oh, cool. Yep. Yeah, and, and I wish I'd have taken a picture of it. I feel like a schmuck that I didn't. Yeah. After the fact, too. I was like, oh, why didn't I take a picture of this? But you get up so close to it and you see these just teeny tiny little beads and they put them together. That's pretty Poke awesome. your eyes out, games. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Cause, yeah. yeah. But it was fa- it was awesome. I got to meet them, shook their hands, talked to them for a moment. It was awesome. I really admired what they did. And we could have them on the show. I'm hiding your suitcase if you go next year. Okay. Well, I'll I'll throw you and rough you up a little bit. I don't care. Okay. Thank You're going to pay that carry-on fee, though. I'll pay it. <laughs> I'll uh, lose a lot of weight. Okay. I'll do, like, the boxing thing. Like, I'll really slam down to, like, 94 pounds. You become a contortionist. Pounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty flexible. I like contortionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mama said I'm flexible. Awesome. She would know. She would know. Yeah. Um... I don't know. It was it was definitely something I would love to do again. Uh, I would hope that they will move it. I don't want to go back to yeah. Long Beach because that was the most inconvenient town I have ever been in in my life. Should come to Nashville because yeah, it would be nice. It would be, really awesome. be cool. I wish. I hope they do it in Chicago. That would be cool too. I, I just yeah. I want again uh, just to rant a little bit on my trip. Um, like I said, with with Long Beach, it was a it was a beautiful place. I'd never been to California before. It was a very interesting experience. I don't I wouldn't say that you know the people there are any different because I, I don't feel like I really interacted with 
people from the town because it was interacting with so many people from so many different places in one spot that I don't know who was who. Everyone seemed like a normal person to me in regards to the situation that we were presented. Probably because you're not judgmental. Yeah. But I wanted some basic necessities, and I never... You know, around here, you've got gas stations, you've got CVS pharmacies, Walmarts, everything. They just... They seem to be available at some point in this big city where all these things are condensed to into one spot i did not see one single convenient mark anywhere yeah those are saving grace and it was just like what where where's that the the 7-eleven or the the circle k or anything i just someplace i can just walk in and grab a coke or something like that you gotta go to nowhere nowhere. you gotta go to san bernardino to get the uh the Circle K. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I just, I needed a place. I needed that one little place. And apparently they were not in the area that I was in. They were a couple of blocks up the road. So that would have been a, a bit of a trick. And I, I was already running around. But. What's up? Go ahead. Oh, no, I just, um, but overall it was, um, it was a fun experience. Um, the main reason I went was to meet the epic crew um i really wish that i would have gotten to meet kenzie and mammoth but i understand i mean it was you know yeah no uh, excuses no excuses but they're they're oh they're in another country (laughs) (laughs) they're in another country you could take a boat or swim but that's that's one boat and then they'll have to still fly unless they go all the way around and that's just very inconvenient magellan did it they're not magellan so i'll take them a couple they would have had to have left three months ago they have GPSs named after Magellan. Good for him. I heard I heard spacing was a pretty big issue, like accommodating so many people. Yeah. If they, uh, if they move it to like a convention center that's like huge, mm-hmm. I think that'll be really, really nice. Because like even in Indiana, we have the Indiana Convention Center, which hosts Gen Con. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Indianapolis had like a really big re- redo when they hosted the Super Bowl a couple of years back. So it's like... Everywhere in the world, it doesn't always have to be in California. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. Nashville yeah. has a brand new convention center. It's awesome. They have that top that's got the party deck that's mm-hmm. grass on top of it. That's right. And I can only mm-hmm. I only have to drive twenty minutes. That's right. Twenty minutes. We would be set. We can meet over here and then drive there. That's right. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe we'll get lucky and they'll have it here. We just maybe. the the Twitch community around here has to grow enough for them to. Warm no, no. It, we I just guess. need to send a lot of letters. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll try. We'll try. And then I will support yeah. TwitchCon okay. when I get to go. But Till then I hate it. Well, you don't have to hate it. <laughs> but overall, I mean, I, I definitely want to go back. I'm, I can't wait to see what they'll do. But again, the main reason that I went to begin with was to meet the Epic crew. Uh, I really hope that more can show up next year. Because when I started to look at who didn't show up, I, I realized that there were a lot of people I still didn't get to meet. Uh, it was a little, mm-hmm. little sad about that but i was still happy to meet the ones that i did because one of my main concerns going is i i I know these people but i don't know them you know what i mean like i've I've spoken to all of you online Uh, i've seen some of your faces enough times that i know it inside and out but i still don't know you right and i think that was one of my biggest concerns going is uh, i was nervous about that i was like what if 
you know, they turn out to be kind of a jerk or what if, you know, they don't like me, whatever it might be, you know, so many things go through your head and I get there and it's, it was like meeting your family for the first time. You knew who they were. You're excited to see them. And it it was just a, a, a great experience because I never felt out of place with them. It's like we fit yeah. together just like we should have. And when it came to leaving Sunday, because I, I didn't have a whole lot of time to be there, it was it was hard. You know, I, yeah. I didn't want to leave. I, I actually got, I feel like it was a combination of a lot of things, but I really feel like I got the blues bad because I didn't want to leave these people who I just really got to know and now I've got to leave. You know, and they're still going to be there for a couple of days. And they even told me, you know, they, they had the same problems too. You know, they didn't want to leave and they got the blues. But I don't know. It felt like it, it hit me really hard. But I do know that they'll always be there. I feel like our, our friendships, our bonds got tighter and stronger. And I'm thankful for it. I'm, I'm glad that I got to do that. I'm glad you said yeah. that. I have a message for you. It's from Wicked Beth. Okay, what? You want it now? I guess so. Okay, shut your eyes. No, I'm gonna shut my eyes. Okay, we, I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it. Okay. Okay. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just got kissed by Todd <laughs> on the cheek. I did on not the kiss cheek. the mouth, and there was no tongue. Little bit of tongue on the cheek. I did do a little tongue. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that was from Wicked Beth, not me. That was strictly through me. Her. All right. Thank. Thanks for that. My Thank good. you, Beth, for that <laughs> embarrassment. <laughs> All right. Well, with that in mind, I'm going to wrap up the show. <laughs> no, it's a good show. Uh, Am I a good kisser? Uh, sure. Uh, I put I put like a lip balm on. Well, thank you for that. I'm thank you for at least making it soft. You're welcome. <laughs> and I use like conditioner on my beard. That's even better. Thank you. Get some beard oil. That'd yeah, be I got some too. I, got, well, I have beard balm. Oh, okay. Beard butter. Beard balm. Yeah. Well, we'd like to thank all of our listeners for following our podcast across the web. You can leave us reviews on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, wherever you listen. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow our Facebook page, join our community page to talk about video games with fellow gamers. Give us topics to discuss. Maybe ask John a question so Please. we can do that thing. If he's ever here to answer the damn thing. Yeah, if he's ever here. Yeah, he's. I think he's upset because he's not getting questions. So that's why he didn't show up anymore. I think that's why. Oh, I can ask me some questions, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like nobody ever do asks that. him anything. Yeah. I don't think anybody likes John. Well, it's a shame. I don't like him. I like him. He's all right. He's, he's good to me. okay. He he's, didn't... I've, I'm still mad he didn't buy me a chicken nugget when he came over one time. He asked so everybody. You should, like it, you should ask for ten. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, like an order of chicken nuggets. Does anybody want anything? I said, I want a chicken nugget. He didn't get them for me. He didn't. He didn't bring them. He, he maybe he just. I don't know. I'm. I'm not going to defend him. He can defend himself. He needs. Uh, all I'm saying is that maybe maybe there was a miscommunication. I have. I, I'm going to say that's probably it. But I'm holding a grudge. I don't know why. It's okay. Yeah. It's a chicken nugget, man. <laughs> I'll buy you some if you want. Um, you can also head over to Red Bubble. And find an official Super Mega Crash Brothers t-shirt. I was wearing it at TwitchCon. You can see the picture on our uh, Facebook page. 
Go get you one if you think it looks stylish enough. You can get it in whatever color you want. We need magnets and bumper stickers. We do. You can get uh, uh, stickers, Super Mega Crash Brothers stickers. We have all sorts of merch on Redbubble. Just go over there and check it out. You can also go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions to help support our show. Five dollars or more will get you early access content to such videos as season two of our YouTube series Man Cave premiering this coming Saturday. So excited. At 7 p.m. November 4th. It's a Man Cave. Yes. Everything's finally coming up daisies because I've finally got... Uh, I have to let the episodes go. I've been obsessing. Um, Trying to make sure every little detail is correct. And then I'll see something. I'm like, oh gosh, I got to go fix that. And then I have to erase everything and start over again. And I've had so many revisions of episodes. It's not funny. And at some point I have to say, stop. Just let it go, man. That's what I tell you. I know. But I'm I'm inside my own head. I see the mistakes. I got to fix it. It's okay. I get in my own head all the time. And it was funny. I actually saw something the other day where it was like... uh, they were talking about content creators. They said they're they're never finished with their work, and I'm like, God, you're so right. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. Oh, oh, oh! I'm Todd Stark. Kinsey, thank you so much for being I, here. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Hey, was, you said you're from the East Coast. Are you a Yankees fan? Um, I'm, I'm a Cubs fan. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I do one, like the Yankees, though. I no, wish they had one over the Astros. It's okay. Don't don't placate to him. No, you can be Mammoth, a Cubs fan Mammoth too. likes the Yankees. Am I right? I, I mean, we did end up watching the Yankees a lot, like <laughs> last week when they were playing the Astros because he was on the podcast. So yeah, screw the and Astros. I think I think you rubbed off on them. <laughs> I hate the Astros. Me too. <laughs> anyway. Uh, (laughs) Join us again next time, everyone. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.